Hey there, this is Joe Walsh coming to you from Tamarindo, Costa Rica, and you're listening to the Get Out and Surf podcast. This is episode 12, and I gotta be honest, this is a pretty special one. It's just Nikki Hurin, PMAC, and myself hanging out at the brewery, talking story. I've known these guys for many, many years, literally uh, Patrick, just about half my life, and uh, these guys are my closest friends. They're also the most important people to me when it comes to running Witches Rock Surf Camp, and we've got tons of stories to share. So it was a good time hanging out. So sit back, relax, and uh, be entertained. I hope you enjoy this as much as I enjoyed making it. Pura Vida. Now it's doing it. Sweet. But, uh... <clears throat> so, Joe, tell me, how happy are you today? <laughs> Hold on. You seem loud there. Let me just... Oh, I did. I, pe- I picked oh, he kind of yelled. Yeah. You did kind of loud. Okay. okay. Is, that, is, right. that, is that any better? Yeah? No, no, no. You should be able to yell whenever you want to yell. It's a, glo- it's a it's a glorious day. We're too happy. Someone's got to be happy. Okay. Okay. You People... The world needs people like me that are angry all the time. No, I wasn't saying you personally. Who the hell you think fights your wars and goes out in the street and takes people down? You need me. You I, need me on that wall. Yeah, I know. I'm happy to have you on the wall. I'm happy to have you. I'm happy to be part of this team because you know, <laughs> you know what was rad about today? The coolest thing about today, the three of us jumping on a boat right there at the estuary with Pru Pru, taking us out there down the beach getting some waves like we did the south end of Playa Grande that was like you know the boys together getting Pat I saw you get barreled Nikki I saw both you and Pat get a lot of waves and I know oh, I had a lot of waves oh no there's a lot of waves ridden today I got as many waves as I could handle because my shoulders are blown out Dude, I said age is just catching up to this old man. <laughs> you were, you were doing sweet, man. You were getting some sweet rides. I, I surfed until I really, I had to go in. I was just feeling, uh, just, uh, just exhausted because I'd surfed all morning earlier. You know, like at least two hours, maybe two and a half. Out yeah, your road. last wave looked amazing. Yeah, which one? The last one, the very last one. <laughs> you go, dude. What happened? <laughs> I actually think I. I burned Nikki on the last wave of both <laughs> sessions. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hold on. The first session, you knew I was going in, and oh wait, did I really do that? Well, there's no video evidence, and I mean, you know, I, I feel like I did. Well, I apologize. I yeah. mean, I think the ver- the the afternoon though, I definitely was paddling for the wave. I was deeper than Nikki, but I paddled past him to get the wave. But because as soon as I passed him, and I was going for the wave. All of a sudden, you know, it British rules old. became his wave, and then all of a sudden he was behind me, and and then and then I took the wave all the way in, and then he was giving me the what's that called? No, 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 I wasn't. That was the no, peace no, sign. But that's, no, no, that's that, the that British. You, you thought I was F-U. doing like the peace sign? Yeah, I was like, that's two, <laughs> mother. That's two. Is what I was saying. You're like, oh hey, peace, bro. <laughs> no, no, but you like, know, yeah, we get back. It was the waves were firing. They were really good. It was a very playful day. Everyone got their fill with plenty of waves. Which again, we at had the a- end of the day, mm-hmm. he's the boss. He can take whatever <laughs> wave he wants. <laughs> no, I don't play by those rules, Pat. That's not how it goes. Okay, so I'm going to drop in on you all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> well, know. you know, I like to I like to practice uh, 
you know, you take a wave, I take a wave, you take a wave, I take a wave For kind sure. of thing. You know, and, and usually when the three of us are together, it's pretty much like that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I agree. It, I get confused in those lineups where everyone is just all over the place and you got people paddling around you jockeying for position i can't concentrate on that crap anymore yeah well it was nice today there was only a couple people out yeah it was and, a good uh, lineup the wind's howling offshore and man i went to witch's rock this weekend and uh and then surfed last night at sunset and it was really good i mean i feel like just this last week i feel like the waves have just been firing here and yeah we've know. had waves that was witches dude it was really <laughs> It was really good. Yeah, Bar- no, I mean, Witch's Rock is such a classic wave. You know? Barrel City. Yeah, I got, uh, well, we had that Netflix production last week. And it was cool because, like, the director and the first cameraman and, like, there's, like, four of them in the group that re- let surf. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of times these these things, you know, they really don't know what surfing's about. They're just, like, documenting us, like, National Geographic shit. But these guys were, like down surfers they wanted to get witches and we went there on saturday and we scored it was really good it was like head high a little bit bigger sets overhead sets um and the wind was nice it was offshore pretty strong but not like deathly strong you know so you you know maybe in the first like the moment of dropping in you're a little blinded and have to go with your your other senses but then uh the waves were setting up you know just drop in and set a line and Literally, you know, you're looking out of the tube and making it out multiple times. I, had, I think I had three or maybe even four really good in and outs. Yeah, and then a bunch of waves that I pulled in didn't make it out, but you know, it was like ideal. And then I've been, you know, there's been all these barrels here in town. I hear everywhere's been breaking pretty good. Yeah, it's been classic out front. It really has. I, you know, no, the river mouth is uh, it, the sandbars are really set right it's now. It's one of my favorite waves in the world. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, very lucky to call it. Me home. too. That's and like it's a front yard or backyard. It's a home break. It's and it's been looking so picture perfect as well with these offshores. Like you say, it's not been last. When was it? Uh, so like before the weekend, it was really strong offshores. It was a little bit too much, and it's now getting to that perfect like limit where it's just like strong, steady offshores. I remember when we used to go out there, we'd be some of the only people out on low tide because everyone really didn't want to surf low tide because water is very shallow and it's net break neck break time literally it still but is pretty shallow. every everyone's everyone's starting to uh catch on now but uh those <coughs> yep. are some classic times well it was just crazy that the estuary got sealed up and then that wave pretty much disappeared for over two years yeah that, and was, that uh, was heartbreaking and now this was a long time it was the whole you know 2000 you know, I don't log into Facebook much, but I was just on it two days ago. And this was 10 years ago, that date, one of those things. And it, and it was like a picture like that's in the surf shop. Yeah, man, that was t- 2009. Yeah. March of 09. And then I remember like all of 2010, 11, 12, 13 into 14, that Rivermouth was just firing. And then I guess I'd say it was around 2015 that it, it was 2015 when everything started to change. And it wasn't until... A year ago, it started to come back a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit like it did, and yeah, now well, it's really started like fire. Well, now we've got all that sand built up because mm. <clears throat> it was crazy, you know. Like the uh, uh, the neighbors, 
on the other side of Witch's Rock that have had that house since the late 60s told me when I when I met them, I hung out with them years ago, when and this very old couple uh, from uh, San Jose. They said that they would tie their boat up, the tree, right at the edge of their property. And I was like, I almost, I just didn't, it didn't seem to make sense. It wasn't comprehensible that you could have a boat and have the, the water was that close. But all of those trees, that entire area out in front there, that green zone, even where the playground is that we just put in, that is all those trees, those giant trees. They're all 30 years old, 40 years old, 35 years right. old. And that was all the estuary. That's how far over it shifted before. So, and that was probably the last time you could see by the size of the trees, how long it's been. Right. But we lost all those trees over by Vaquero, had the waves coming right up to the bar. That was crazy times. Yeah, I mean, we we knew that the river changed when we lost the lifeguard tower, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I think that was, God, I'd probably have to go back to Facebook again. When I think maybe one of the only times that was my birthday, I remember building that wall. It was two years ago, easy. No, no. Well, Three. yeah, it, I think it was. No, it was two, it's 2016. two and a half years ago. 2016? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Two and a half years ago. But, I, you know, that's another thing. that I love that tower, and now we have a new one. I mean, the, the Muni has built a new one, and it looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. We were, you know, uh, we were just talking with uh, Mark, uh, Colt, you know, not so long ago, just about lifeguarding. And uh, that's something that, you know, the entire town should really be proud of. It's a, it's a big step, having the government get involved yeah. with a program like that. So yeah, and that's slow and steady. wins the race. And that's the way it is in Costa Rica. Yeah, because I know in the past, over the years, we've started a program where I've been involved with someone else who's spearheaded it. But it would last maybe a year or two. And then all of a sudden, you're managing employees. And it's like businesses that were donating stop donating. And then all of a sudden, there's not enough money to pay the bills. Yeah, that's so. st- it's still a struggle to this day. I mean, you know, we we pay a lot of money on our end, and it's money well spent. It really yeah. is. Yeah, but for the other donations that are needed for the program, where can people go to, if anybody who's listening wants to donate to the Terminator Lifeguard Program, which is fully operated through donations and has kept the beach safe for almost six years now, I think. Um, CameraToLifeguards.org is that? No, that's uh, that doesn't really exist anymore. They'd have to go to the ADI, the ADI website, and donate. But they can always reach out to us at WitchesRockSurfCamp.com, and we can make sure that any of the donations go to where they're supposed to. You know, a lot of a lot of places in town donate, but it's always a struggle because there's a lot of things that. ADI is doing for the community other than just a lifeguard program. A lifeguard program is one of the most expensive ones because you have employees and it's, you know, it costs money to have employees. But they're great employees. They're out there every single day in the sun. They re- they rescued four or five people the other day. Um, you know, you got to love it. Mm-hmm. No, it's, um, you know, they're just having their presence, you know, prevention as we've spoken about before where just when the lifeguard comes up to you and warns you or tells you not to be in an area, you know, take heed. They're, they're only there to help save you from a, from a situation where no one wants to be a hero and doesn't want to be swimming out and trying to save, like, you know, even one person. If we can, like, you know, just listen to them and the whole point, having them there makes it easier for me knowing that my family on the beach and someone's watching over them if I'm not there. It just makes it so much easier because we had some real tragedies in the past that we've all been involved in. And it's unfortunate, but like now, hopefully we can continue. And like you say, slow and steady wins the race. The Mooney are now stepping up, and hopefully it will catch on. And like uh, 
don't throw all the other beaches beach communities in costa rica you know support your lifeguards yeah so you know costa rica has come a long way since the first time i came down here and witches rock has come a long way since the first time i came down here you know everyone tells the same story that's been coming here for years and years but when i first came into town it was literally a dirt road that came through and there was little or nothing around except for the surf which hasn't changed that much it's still really good but you know back in 2001 i came down here and i came because my brother found an ad in surfer magazine before we had computers and and the ad was witches rock surf camp will take you to witches rock every single day and the price was right so i said i'll try that more than right i'll I'll try that (laughs) and so it was based out of coco and i knew about coco because that's where i went to witches rock to catch my you know catch a boat to witches rock from coco and i show up and there we are this 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 shack like a cowboy bunkhouse on the beach in coco and there's and there's joe 22 years old like and i thought to myself this kid is clueless okay he he's down here and like i don't know and then he said well what do you think you guys want to do i said well we want to go to witch's rock every single day all day witch's rock and ollie's he said well what about if we got a boat a big boat and stayed on a big boat i said yeah well like how big so it's like, you know, like 65-foot motor sailor. These guys will give us a deal. And I said, well, how much? And he goes, 400. I go, 400 what? He goes, 400, 400 each. There was a few of us. And and I went, um, oh, geez, 400, huh? For uh, how long was that? A week. It was a week, huh? I said, so that, is that three meals a day? Oh, yeah, that's three meals a day. I said, oh, well, we're in. We're in. I said, what about booze? No, I can't. We can't have booze. But I'll bring the, I'll have the ponga bring it in fresh every day. So off we go. And we anchor up at Ollie's. And we're on this big motor sailor. And he's got the ponga with the captain staying with us. And uh, doing beer runs. Doing beer runs. Because we were drinking some beer. But the food was like excellent. And staying overnight in Ollie's in a national park which is pretty much illegal now I've never seen stars like I've seen at Ollie's and the surf and we were the first ones in at Ollie's when it was breaking and when all the other boats would come in we could get out of the water and just watch and then when the tide would change we'd take the ponger around the witch's rock and nothing better See, I think when you first showed up, you were trying to figure out what I was all about. And all I really want to do is get out to surf witches and ollies. Yeah. And it's the whole reason I came here. It's the whole reason I started Witches Rock, was just to go be able to go surf Witches Rock. You started Rock. this business so you could get people to pay, so you could go with them to go surfing at Amen. Witches Rock and ollies. Ex- and, and, like, I figured that out pretty quick, and we had a blast yeah dude we had a black and we became really good friends after that and yeah you know so the next year it's a hundred foot sailboat that we go out in yeah man i i would we would get these boats nikki was the price the same 
Same. Oh man, bro rate. I mean, four hundred dollars a piece with three meals hey, hey, a day. You know what? Okay, so oh, your your okay. Listen, your brother was like the first surf camp package customer we ever had, and that ad that we had in Surfer Magazine because back then you didn't have the internet. Well, it was new. We had a website. We we're the only ones with a website. Yeah, I didn't and know how to turn on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the whole thing, it was like. Well, it was like 300 bucks a month for a black and white ad in the back of Surfer Mag. And the whole package, if I remember correctly, was $500 for seven nights stay in Coco. And I mean, it was on our brochure and the website. I remember we used the term, uh, was it like beautiful shared bathrooms? I think was the... <laughs> Yeah, and, and I mean, I they know, were shed bathrooms are very rarely beautiful, man. I know. They were nice. We actually were brand new tile. They we, were. The <laughs> we were in Costa Rica. It didn't matter if it was an outhouse. We came here to go surf. No, but the rooms were nice there. They were, you know, there was no bathroom and it was just a fan. No AC, just screen windows. But it was on the beach and the boat was just we had it right on the mooring right out in front. Yeah, and but I would we, go you know, we were sleeping on the boat. So we didn't. I yeah, that whole week. One night in the bunkhouse. Yeah, and then the rest of the time was on the boat. Yeah, well, that whole trip though, like if we didn't do a big boat for people like your brother when he came down, I remember it was five hundred bucks for a week, seven nights stay, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You got four trips out to Witch's Rock and Ollie's Point, and airport pickup and drop off from Liberia. in San. Ho no, 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 we did not go to San Jose. You we came, would charge. We yeah, you I, came and got us. Oh, I char. I'm sure I charged you. Yeah, but it never I mean, broke I the would, bank. You know what? I've always subscribed to, the, I don't know. Maybe I just have never really related with luxury traveler. I do like think that what we do is pretty nice. And I think that people have a wonderful time, but I've always been make it affordable so that you come back again and again and again and again and again, you know, cause that's maybe just how I always operated, you know? Yeah. And, know. If, and so, if somebody's staying in their room the whole time, they're here playing on the computer or watching TV that's not the reason that you come here. Exactly. If you're in your room, then you're doing something wrong because we <laughs> have enough for everyone to do, enough surfing to do every single day to keep everyone really tired. So when you go in your room, you go to sleep. Well, the surf camp's grown a lot. Now you get your own bathroom, so that's a big upgrade. Yeah, you is, you get, there's hot water. There's, there's air I conditioning. See. Yeah, you've got uh, real beds. I think back then we had like the those wooden slats on a frame Yeah. with just like the thick... Yeah, the basically stuff, the, the stuff same. What we've got on the walls right now, yeah. Yeah, I mean that was. No, but that, that was what it was like. I uh, had a nickel and dime at all just to make it work, man. I well, mean, everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah. And you know, what I mean, when when you first start traveling and you're on a budget and you you know again you do want to go somewhere again and again and again, and you going around for luxury travel, that's all well and good, but like like Pat says, the whole point is you just come down here to get get wiped. Yeah, but now now that I'm getting older, I I definitely want more luxury some creature comfort you know like my bones aren't the same as they used to be <laughs> but uh you know i would go and spend a a few nights on a boat overnight oh, in order to go surf and sleep out on the deck we slept out on the deck when we were on those boats because it was really too hot down below and i it's just magical yeah it's magical well what's cool is that you've got um, all of like the boats that go in for the day, people usually are still kind of getting organized on the beach in Cocoa at six, 
37. Yeah, I mean, I was there the morning before 6 a.m. And there's already, you know, dudes, like, as soon as it's light, basically, there's boats going up there. And sometimes, like, if it's the weekend or a holiday week, during the day, there can be quite a few boats. You know, sometimes it's empty. Sometimes it can yeah. be, like, a little crowd. But if you spend the night, you're, you're, you're there, at like, at 5, 10 a.m. as soon as you can see. And you can surf a couple hours. Yeah, and, and by the time all those other boats show up, lots of times, you're, you know, you've already had two hours of waves. And it's like, knock yourself out. The afternoons are good, too, because people get so surfed out. They get all that sun and salt in their eyes. And, like me, dude, I know that by early afternoon, I'm cooked. Like, right. I, went, I surfed all morning on Saturday. Got so many great waves. But, you know, by midday... Um, and we had to go anyways. Those guys needed to fly out that afternoon, but I don't even know how much I had left in me after four hours, like today, dude. That's pretty solid, man. I mean, but when the waves are pumping, you gotta, you gotta do it. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome that we got a ride with Pru-Pru across the river because I didn't feel like paddling across the river <laughs> or taking one of those other pongas because they drop you off so far down the, the river, you gotta walk like, you gotta walk a long ways. You just reminded me of uh, cruising with Pru Pru on the Zori boat that we had. I never got to go on the Zori. I think it sunk before I had a chance. Oh, uh, yeah. And see, that's, you know, I was talking about that the other day, um, sinking boats. I think when you have a boat in the water every day is in a business, multiple boats, you know, over the number of years, all the conditions you have here. I mean, man, I counted it, and I believe that... I believe that we've sunk at least four boats, maybe even five. One we, of them wasn't ours, though. One you of didn't them was, sink them. They sank themselves. Well, yeah, obviously. But the Zori, the big Grand Banks that we had, that was a wooden hull. And it had these woodworms. And I didn't know much about wooden hulls in tropical waters like I do now. Literally, that boat needed to be rehauled. And before I had a chance to do it, uh, we had a big tropical storm. That was in 2011, and it <laughs> sprung a plank. Yeah, that was one hell of a year, 2011. Um, yeah, man, it was a real bummer. Got woken up by Yana <laughs> and banging on my door. Your board, your boat's sinking. I was like, oh, man. And it just, the, the weather was so, it was one of those, like, 10 days of rain. I had an interview with you the very next day. I came and saw you at the Sunset Condominiums in, like, uh, literally that, 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 I think that evening the boat had sunk and then I was having an interview we either go up to Tilleran or go up to the where we were opening the brewery yeah when we first opened it up in the Lake Arnall yeah yeah and no, I think it was that that was a I didn't ever really get upset over that to be honest no, I mean I was bummed you know I was obviously bummed I'm still bummed but I it's just because I think about the experiences I had I took that boat Nicaragua we took it all the way down the coast I took it all the way down to the border of Panama basically and surfed the whole coast so it sucked it sucked when it sunk, for sure. Well, you learned a lesson. Don't buy a wooden boat with worms, right? <laughs> yeah, just don't buy a, a wooden-hulled boat in the uh, in the tropics. But yeah, see, we've had the uh, we've had a ponga lose its power coming out of the estuary and get swamped there in the river mouth, and it was underwater there for a couple of days. You had to surf over it. Remember that? It wasn't like sticking out of the water, but it was. I don't remember that. No, yeah. I wasn't around either. I haven't been around for any of these. Um, sinkings really? but i was around for the the sinking of uh oh, that's yeah i have actually saw of yeah. the uh boat during the last tropical storm <coughs> when everyone lost power and we st we had a generator going so everyone was hanging out at witch's rock and the boat captain comes running in and says 
our boat is sinking. We need to get out there. Oh, yeah. What he didn't, <laughs> what he neglected to tell us is that one boat already had sunk. And the other and, one was going and, down. And the other one was going down. So during the storm, we had to rush out there. And Torrential rain where Torrential. even with the bilge pump going, it fills up. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember getting there, and there was, like, serious waves at the uh, at that far end of the beach. Right? Oh, yeah, no, there was waves, but that, that, the water was absolutely, it was, like, just so stormy. And it, the oh, I don't mean like for surfing. I just brand. mean, like, like but the yeah, ocean no. was, like, crazy where normally oh, yeah. when you get down towards, you know, the center of town and then the south end towards Captain Suizo, that's where you launch a boat and bring a boat in because it's so calm. You know, and, it was, and the waves were too big. Yeah. I woke up, wandered over to the camp, and Pat had his Desert Storm uh, boots on, so I was like, okay, things are serious. Oh, dude, things I was up. Things are serious. Pat's got his, like, his, his, his Stormtrooper boots on. Dude, there was trees falling oh, in the yeah, entire no, town. I mean, there was yeah. just the biggest Huge trees in the trees. town were just in the, everywhere, and it was everything was flooded. And, and we still had some guests that wanted to go and surf. Yeah. Right, and we literally passed and we drove we had one van stuck on one side of a tree and so we had another van stuck on the other side of the tree and we drove people up to a tree that had climbed through the tree with their surfboards <laughs> get into the other van and then we took them surfing that's what I call so I mean awesome. that's 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 how you act oh yeah that's service you if know? you want to go with a like a at a national you emergency know, you always have to overcome <laughs> obstacles that's right well that's and what happens when you're open every single day all right. year long for going on 20 years you know uh Remember the earthquake? I wasn't Dude. here. I was sitting, uh, uh, sitting lovely in England. I totally remember the earthquake. You know, that was a 7.8. I know it was. That was gnarly, and it was 40 miles from here, right off uh, Samra. So I'm sitting in the, I'm sitting in the uh, reservations office with Shauna, <laughs> and I hear this racket like this. And me, not realizing what was going on, I started swearing because they had just put a new... He uh, a new extractor in the kitchen, and I said, "Those idiots! They put the extractor in wrong." And listen to it vibrate. And then I looked over at Shauna, and she was white as a ghost, and the whole building was shaking. And I went, "Oh, oh, oh okay, come Dude, on, that was wild. Come, come with me." And we get out the door, and here, here comes Joe running out like a deer. <laughs> Dude, I threw my iPad. It was on the other side of the house. That's when I was living up above the uh, above the. That's when I was that's living your, above the you bar. In Joe's, the, you were in the apartment, but then part yeah. of my apartment was the reservations. Right, office. right. Yeah, dude. Everybody was flooding out. Yeah, yeah. Dude. So that was uh, that was something. But you know, what? going back to the tropical storm, what I love about Costa Rica is, in the middle of that that tropical storm, which is as close to a hurricane as you could get. One of the turtles comes in right in front of the camp and starts laying its eggs because it was time. And it didn't matter to that turtle that there was a tropical storm and the, and the waves were gnarly. And this thing must have been struggling to get to the beach to lay its eggs. And it came into the beach and during that whole thing, it, it's laying its eggs. And then it goes and turns around exhausted, goes back to the ocean and gets in. And that's Costa Rica. Nature just doesn't stop. Definitely. That's beautiful. I remember that. And that whole, yeah, that yeah. was a surreal time, right? Yeah. Like those experiences. Yeah. And I've got you, it on, I've got it on film too. Don't they always sometimes the best memories? 
of like you know you're in a, an extreme situation or something like that um for me it was the the camaraderie of uh, the the team that we have working with us and people still came in to work yeah they were like basically the bus system was shut down yeah, and it was a national emergency you know, yeah well that's that was what i did was i blocked dude, out dude. rooms and i and i had i let people bring their family and stay with us <laughs> and gave them food mm-hmm. and they came to work and it, it, and it we, like we works all and everyone loved it we loved it it was like we had guests that turned around and said like if this is as bad as it gets we're definitely coming back because like we kept going oh they had such a great it's yeah. such a good time they had such a good time that a lot of those guests that did actually come down and stay with us and the week was pretty dismal because it was a tropical storm there was waves but the, the water quality wasn't I good i think we had a pretty special happy hour going that week. we too. did we did <laughs> yeah yeah we, we got through a lot of beer that's for sure we Dude, I, a lot of beer. I was thinking about the earthquake when you brought it up and re- <laughs> before we bought the pueblo dorado when it belonged to yeah. the previous owner remember when that earthquake yeah. happened and like okay first off i went out, i remember everyone ran out in front of the the, ho- the surf camp on the beach we're all in the sand and you're watching this building just like shaking and the, all the water's coming out of the pool and like everyone's in disbelief like oh my god this is the gnarliest earthquake i've ever seen and i grew up in California, which is earthquake central, it was gnarly. And then about 20 seconds later, this truck starts blowing down the middle of town, down the main road, like 100 miles an hour. And People you're like, just fleeing. And that was like the first person who had gotten to their truck because they were everyone was worried about like a tsunami, you know. And all of a sudden, we were in tsunami warning too. We had right. all the vans ready to like take shut everyone out. We we're all taking getting ready to go to high point. I'm up getting reception the phone system's down I'm trying to see if there's like a tsunami warning blah 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 and um all of a sudden these customers like these people come into the camp it was like the walking dead dude remember the the these tourists came into the hotel and they're just like freaking out because we've got our vans there with the car radios on listening to the news because that's the only way it powers out there's no other no internet nothing and all the customers from the pueblo dorado they were like everyone all the employees just left us <laughs> I, I said well come on in we'll, we'll take care of you it's gonna be all right if Dude, we have to evacuate we'll put you in the van we'll I, get you to higher ground i think that was probably most of the businesses in the town pat yeah. because it was so gnarly because i it was like the first day i took my i sent my kid on the bus to school and and then they sent him on the wrong bus coming back so i had to go to the intersection of Real and wait for the bus to come and talk about like crazy scene like i wish i would have been videotaping that people were just going in every direction trying to get out running but not knowing where they're going with like bags and like it was just gnarly and i'm sitting at the bus stop next to this old tika lady that's just patiently waiting for the bus that's never gonna come like oblivious to the fact that it's total mayhem (laughs) everyone thinks the world's ending you know like (laughs) oh man yeah, there, there's some crap that goes on down here, too. I mean, like, remember the time when the bus driver dropped your kid off at the Aviana's house and insisted that that's where he gets off when you weren't even living there? I do. Yeah, that was actually pretty scary. I guess that could happen anywhere. It could happen anywhere, but that was a death penalty case right there. 
Yeah, well, I'm just glad everything ended up being okay. But he was pretty young then, too. Yeah, but you know what? He hung in there. He, he you know, he knew to hang where he was, and uh, you guys you guys got him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we could probably talk a lot of story about all of the crazy shit that's been yeah, going on for can. all these years. We I think can. we should turn this into a series, Pat. Nikki. I think what we got going on here, it's pretty sweet. Bringing up some good times, some good memories. Yeah, we haven't even touched upon the time we got stranded in the in the jungle uh, on on the way to Alemania. Or the time that I came back from taking people to Witch's Rock and that angry lynch mob of dudes oh, with yeah. shovels That's and awesome. machetes and the police arrested yeah, me. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll get to those. <laughs> Just stay tuned and uh, yeah, get out and surf. We'll uh, we'll <laughs> get to those. Well, you guys have a little bit more colourful uh, like memories than what I have. I can't think of anything apart from the tropical storm. Well, I wasn't around back in the beginning. We'll get yeah. we'll get to we'll get to. I mean, you met your the wife BBC at up at Teleron. We'll, yeah, we'll start talking about, right, yeah, about, yeah, about the day that I came up there to take care of a problem. Remember that day? I remember the first day I ever met you, Pat. Yeah, I remember the very first day. It was I, at the you big walked meeting. In, I showed you to your room. And then I was like, as I was leaving your room, I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll see you later on. And all of a sudden, you could hear like these, like, like pops in the background, like in the distance. And you just looked at me and it was like, gunshots. And I'm like, what? It's like gunshots. And I walked off and I was like, man, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Well, you hang out with PMAC long enough and just things happen. <sighs> We're gonna like this is just the yeah, tip well, of the we iceberg. Should, right? We should pause because we have other good stories, like our trip to Nicaragua. Yeah, or a trip to Peru. Yeah, the two times we went to Peru. Yeah. You know, uh, boys, it's so awesome to be able to share some waves with you today and then now to hang out and share some stories. I uh, I feel very, very grateful. So. Yeah, we've, uh, we've, we've managed over, what, it's been five years since I've come back into the fold of Witches Rock as well. And over those five years, we definitely have had some really good sessions together. Really good waves. Yeah, you know, there's that photo you texted me when you were at that, um, I won't say the name of it, but out there near Witch's Rock, got to go there by boat. And there's that giant barrel that was coming in, and you kind of maybe took the drop a little off. And I remember the look on your face in the photo. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, so you want to bring up the time that I missed the barrel of my life. No, I want to put it on Instagram. All right, fine. I've got no problem with well, that. Well, no, yeah. I think it's an awesome photo. Oh, I no, saw it, it on my awesome phone. Photo. I the saw it on my whole, phone, and I was like, oh, dude. The whole is really, really good because... Yeah, we should post the whole thing. I, I, I drop in. I kind of like... I'm, I'm a little bit unstable on my feet and do a longer bottom turn than I'm normally doing. And then I realize right beside me, like the barrel of my life is about to unfold, and I'm nowhere near it. And then literally the sequence goes in and then suddenly you see me throw my hands up in the air and I'm swearing like hell at myself. You know and what's cool about that? What? Is when you came back from that trip, because I didn't go with you that day mm -hmm. and I'm bummed, especially because those photos were red. But you were pumped up and ready to charge. Waves like that, sessions like that. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like that, I th I'm pretty sure you're going to like, be getting slotted the next time we paddle out that way uh, just because you've had that experience you know one, one thing's for sure come to costa rica because there's a ton of things that you can do a ton of places that you can go and surf the people are great they're friendly and you can have the memories of your life here also mm -hmm. and we continue to do it day in and day out 
sometimes we're not happy. Usually I'm not happy. That's just the way I am, you know? Grumpy cat. Yeah, grumpy cat. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a lot of good things that happen here. You know, you get caught in a traffic jam here. In the United States, you'd be swearing and beeping your horn. But here it's, you know, usually it's because oxen are in the road hauling something really big. And everything stops. Everything stops for that. Everything stops for nature. Everything stops when all the cattle come across a road. And that reminds you that, you know, life is short. Drink it. Don't get too upset all the time. You know, there's one thing very much down here from uh, the years I've had in Costa Rica is live the moment. Don't stress out about the past or the future because it's happened and it's going to happen. So there's not much point. So like when there's waves, you surf. When there's not, eat a burrito and get a siesta. I don't yeah, know. You go really. for a run on the beach. Yeah, I mean, this, this place is so beautiful and you can like really, really, it really is paradise. You know, I know, you know, wherever you go, you can have things that stress you out. You can have days, but like that's life. You can't always, it can't always be good. So like when, like down here, we, we have a lot of good days. You have a lot of good days. That's the real, this is what's special about this place. Well, dude, I feel like I had a wonderful day and I'm looking forward to uh, another one tomorrow. So, stoked for uh, having you guys on the show. Let's so we'll get a beer. I'm having a beer. Uh, can we get burritos tomorrow? I really want to have burritos. <laughs> so, are we going to witches or what? Dude, I think we should. Uh, totally. Why not? I think maybe we should go on Wednesday. I mean, we could go tomorrow. You got um, someone coming tomorrow. What do you mean? You have an interview tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Wednesday. Oh, Oh, and I... uh, Oh, that's right. I'm also supposed to go get my Cedula picture taken in Santa Cruz because I lost my Cedula with my phone. Because Mercury is in surfboard. retrograde. Mercury's in retrograde. That's the reason yeah. why. Lost all my shit. My phone, my credit cards, my license, my cedula. Thought I lost my surfboard. And uh, Pat texted me the next morning. So I, <laughs> I lost my phone hanging out with you. Driving my scooter like 300 meters from was literally the taste of Mercury bar. being in a retrograde. I drove Do you my know s- how beautiful that planet is? I d- <laughs> it, no. looks like, it looks like a Elon Jackson Musk Pollock painting it's all colors all over it you know you don't even know where mercury is do you way out there no it's the planet closest to the sun no it's not yeah it is that's Gee, what I was thinking what's of Mars. the matter with you guys did you go to school uranus <laughs> yeah that's the last you know think of neptune. mercury being your nose ne- neptune is and less. uranus being your ass no <laughs> pluto isn't a planet anymore well, uh, they 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 waffle. They go back and forth whether it is or whether it isn't. I mean, who who are these people that are arguing over it? I want to see scientist. Should YouTube people that? smarter than? The yeah, don't YouTube bear. it. That's you, you got to do some research on the you, web, YouTube because you know? then you'll get onto Nubu and some other planet that comes in our solar system. You know what I've been like stuck on? What rough and rowdy boxing from West Virginia? It's awesome. Rough and rowdy. Okay, boxing. It's, it happens in West Virginia. They're the, it's the funniest stuff you've ever seen in your life. Was it bare knuckle? 
No, they're 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 boxing, but it's guys off the street boxing with each other, and it's some awesome stuff. I've just been stuck watching bum fights. Have you been watching bum fights? No, come on. No, rough and rowdy though. Check <laughs> right, it out. I, I'll check it out because I usually just get stuck on drunk Russians because those they, they, those guys drink and they're hilarious. Oh, the guy that argues with himself in the mirror. Oh, that, that is that is brilliant. <laughs> he's literally sitting in this supermarket and he's trying to get past himself in this mirror. And he's standing. He's like, "You get out of the way. You know, you get out of the way." And the guy's just standing in front of a mirror for like ten minutes. And every time he moves, the guy moves, and he gets so angry. He gets so angry. Oh, it's brilliant. Love it. You know, I, like, a lot of mornings, my kids, before we'll, like, go to the bus, I'll put on YouTube, and I'll put boats versus waves. And there's all these videos on yeah. there of, like, boats just getting creamed by waves or barely making it over or, you know, dudes falling off the side of the boat. It's pretty rad. You know, the other, for a while, I was stuck on, Catfish coolie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, we, we sat. I remember we were in the office. I, I almost died. I oh, couldn't no, we, breathe. I've, I've not so laughed hard. that hard. If that was happening right now, the hottest peppers in the world. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. I don't know why that's funny, but it is. It's brilliant. He's a comedy genius. Well, I'm looking forward to surfing tomorrow morning, and uh, I'll see you guys out in the lineup. Pura vida. Pura vida. Thanks for listening to the Get Out and Surf podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Witches Rock Surf Camp, located beachfront in Tamarindo, Costa Rica. Yes, we may have started out bare bones, but these days you can enjoy a full service hotel, multiple restaurants and bars, a great surf shop, and hey, we even make our own craft beer. Check out witchesrocksurfcamp.com for more information. If you like listening to surfing, especially Costa Rica surfing, taking surf trips around the world and hanging out with some of the coolest cats in surf, make sure to subscribe to this show. You can do that on iTunes or just about any other podcast player. Just do it and give us a review already. You can email us at getoutandsurfcr at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram. Enjoy this week and get ready for next Sunday as we've got a very special guest, Andrea Diaz. Andrea was Costa Rica's first female national surfing champion. She's an amazing surfing coach, and she even spills the beans on a few lesser-known surf breaks that you might want to check out on your next trip to Costa Rica. So that's going to be really cool. You'll get that next Sunday. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the week. Pura vida y nos vemos!